right, this is it. This is No Laugh Track Podcast episode. I had, This is what I was checking for right before we started, was what number we're on. 137. See, I'm, I'm up to 130 on my podcast. Yeah. Sorry, did I interrupt you? I think I did. Well, just I was going to say your name, which is Jake Johansson. Yeah. Back for a second time. I've got 130 episodes, but I feel like I started mine before you. How many do you put out? One a week. Okay, well, mm-hmm. maybe I missed a few weeks. Or hmm. maybe you started before me. Might have started, but what month did you start in? I don't what know. year? See? I can't remember now. Yeah. It's I can't remember what I, when month When I first either. started, it was once a month. Anyway... The whole point of it is, why are we counting? Why are we counting? It's a competition, that's why. No, it's not a competition. It's not a competition, first of all. And second of all, people who are listening to this, I used to think, boy, these are gems. Every week, I'm sitting down on the toilet, and I'm laying another beautiful gem (laughs) in that baby Uh for people to... And so when you come on board and you listen to episode 137, and that's your first episode that you've listened to, listener, I know you're out there driving around in your car thinking, what kind of a mistake have I made? Is it possible to download a different podcast now while I'm driving? That seems too dangerous. (laughs) Don't do that. I'm going to have to listen to this whole friggin' thing. Mm -hmm. Um but what I thought was the each week is another gem. It's a golden Easter egg of pleasure. And so people are going to go back. They're going to say, well, that's 130. I had 129 of these babies in deep storage. I'm going to go back and listen to them all. But they don't. They don't do that. They don't do that. The world is ha- – the, we're hurtling through space. So what's the point of putting a number on it? It's – yeah, there's some old ones. You want to go check them out? You can't. There's a – how about that? At this point, you can go, this episode is the next episode – in a shit ton of episodes. We're just we're throwing them there's in a pile. A pile. Mm-hmm. Go look under your house because there's episodes of this podcast under there that are collecting dust, but they're still as good as the day they were pooted out of our mouths. Absolutely. Uh, now, they, you're right, and one or two may come out once in a while as a stinker, and it mm. smells bad. But you don't know that until – you really don't know that until years to come, right? <laughs> that right. movie, Ed, Ed Wood, remember the, his movies? Mm-hmm. Those were terrible, but now people love to watch people them because them. they're so terrible. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> right. So that's you. That's another way you can win the game. Mm-hmm. Being so bad, you're good. Or, and sometimes you think it's good at the time, and it is good at the time, but then 100 years go by. Not 100. I mean, let's face it. Nobody's going to be listening to this 100 years from now. <laughs> God, I hope it's not. Because it's going to be, yeah, we're going to be extinct. The human beings, it's going to be over. They're going to be onto cockroaches. They're going to be doing their own podcast. But let's say year, a few years from now, it might be great now, and then you might listen to it again 100 years from now. It might be great for another reason. Hello, cockroach people of the future. <laughs> say hello to my great, great, great jan- grandchildren, yeah. please. And check out my new comedy special, Pictures of My Dinner. <laughs> you can download it on the internet from your device, cockroach, you roach. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you mentioned that, because if you wouldn't have, I would have. Because I didn't come to the club last night mm-hmm. uh, to see you, which is which was my original plan. Until, I'm here tonight also. Yeah, my my buddy backed out on me last night because he, he had a birthday and didn't want to hang out with me. He wanted to hang out with his wife. Was it his birthday? It was his birthday. It's weird that you didn't see that coming when you'd made you when you'd said, "Well, look, we're going to go out to I, act." I might Wednesday be night. I might be stretching the truth. He never backed out because I just gave him a hard time for never saying yes. I see, but Got it. yeah. So I, I stayed home and I did not come to the club to see you last night. Well, let me tell you something. We had a great time, mm-hmm. and I believe it. Later, when they invent a time machine. Everybody who's listening, there were seats available to that Wednesday night show, so <laughs> there, come, on, come on down. There, there not, may- not a lot. Not a lot. I'm saying it was, it was well attended. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're listening to this and you have access to a time machine, come and check out that show. There were probably a few in the back, uh, you know, those seats. Mm-hmm. But other than that. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was sold out. Maybe someone invented a time machine between when I just Wait said that. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I stayed home last night. And how was it? It was good because I went to jakethis.com and found out that you had a new special that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. and I have $5. Oh, you downloaded it? I did. I did. did you watch it in your house? I, I did. I watched it on my computer, sitting in, on the couch in the living room. I feel so good that that even worked. Yeah. You know, because I set it up. Uh-huh. I'm a small operation. Okay. There's me, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, there's my wife who's my support team, but she's really more, it's more of a cheerleading squad. (laughs) And sometimes she works against me on that level. But uh, I told her what I was going to do, and then I talked to some other people who helped me validate that I was trying to do it the right way. 
There were some minor setbacks, but I set it all up. So now the idea that you actually were able to download it and watch it. It happened. It's, there's a real sense of satisfaction that I have right now. From beginning to end. I did pause it probably four times. In you between. watched the whole thing? Oh, to go to the bathroom or yeah, whatnot? Yeah, I went and got a glass of water at one point, used the mm-hmm. restroom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, you were partying. <laughs> yeah. Glass of water. It was crazy. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this now and you're interested in watching it, feel free to drink whatever you want. Beer, whiskey. I'd take it easy, though. I mean, you do have to pay a little bit of attention. Yeah, uh, I do flavor the water, though. I put some of that uh, Mio. You ever use that? Oh, yes. Someone gave me some of that, and I think it's probably gone bad because it's more than a year old. Uh, but, they do put a stamp and expiration date on that stuff. I have no I'm idea if it actually goes bad. when I get home. But yeah, do you like the Mio? I do. Here's my thing, though. I love water. I feel like, what I, percentage of water are we? It's 90-something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I, I don't like drinking straight water. So it, really? I, yes. So it's it's it, it's completely helped my uh, intake. Can't you tell by my by my perfect skin? <laughs> We're too close for me to, or too far apart for me to really understand. <laughs> Can we the get the lights up skin? in here? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a look at it. I want to I want to push on it too because I feel like that's the mark of good skin. Is oh, that it'll it, bounce that it right bounces back. right back. Right you don't back. want that Tempur-Pedic effect, the memory no. phone. Like if somebody puts their finger into your skin and then takes it away and you can still see where the finger was hey, for a couple seconds. Did well, You have one kid, correct? Yes. Yeah. Did that happen to your wife at all when she was pregnant? Where they get it like on their legs? When my ex-wife was pregnant, I remember she had something where like the skin gets all puffy and you could put your finger and it, the mark will stay there I for don't a minute that. or so. What happened to her? you? Say she's your ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't put up with that weird bruising skin. It thing. was disgusting. Do you have a new wife now? No, I'm engaged. Really? Yeah. So this will be your second ex-wife. <laughs> so, I, I mean, someday. If we're if we're in the future right now, yeah. I'm not sure where we are. But if we're talking present day, uh, you're February 2015. Go- it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. When are you going to get married? In October. This year. Mm-hmm. I got married on October 12th. Oh, I think. You think? I'm pretty sure that that's right. 24 is what is what we have. October 24. Great. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. And how long were you married the first time? Well, that's an interesting question because if you want to go by legally how long we were married, it, uh, we made it 10 years. But that's because we were separated for the last three and taking a really long time to get divorced. But isn't it, if you wait, if you're married for 10 years, doesn't that put you into a new category of hell when you get divorced? <laughs> I think it does. In California, if you're married, the difference between nine years and ten years of marriage in California is a whole other legal category that you go into. But you might not have that kind of wealth accumulation that really – I don't know. Yeah, no. No. Wealth accumulation? So, but uh, so You saw you, me this morning. I work in radio, Jake. Come so on. you took a three-year break and then – you, then you basically said, okay, well, this is – we're not getting back together. Uh, there was no point in those three years we were going to get back together. Right, right. It, it was uh, really taking the time to get the uh, numbers punched out correctly. But these children you were talking to me about before the pod – this is even before we started recording the thing that people mm-hmm. haven't heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those children were from your first wife. Yes. They're mm-hmm. not – you're not having kids out of wedlock with your with this fiancé. Nope. I have not. That's good. Mm -hmm. Now, does your fiancé have children from a prior? Nope. Was she married before ever? Nope. So you're getting a fresh, you're starting with a a whole fresh lady. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Congratulations. Oh, lady. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if I got divorced, if I would go again. I mean, that, but that's, you know, that's, you have a different perspective when you're in your marriage and you're kind of doing the day-to-day work of being a married person. Yeah. Ask me, you know, let's go back in that time machine and ask me 12 years ago if I ever thought I was going to get divorced once. You, we didn't think you were going to get divorced, but when you were married, before you were divorced, before you even thought about getting divorced, did you ever <laughs> think, like, if I wasn't married again, would I do this again? Yes. And you, then you would have said to yourself what? Uh, I would have said, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing it again. Correct. But then what happens in between there? You get divorced. You spend three years going... I got to get out of this thing, but I just don't have the stomach for it. And then finally, you're out. You're free. Yeah. But you've already started up with a new lady. Is yeah, that what well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So during that three years, that's when you met the new person. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. a, uh, yeah, we'd known each other. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was, you were already kind of on the new train to get married before you. Before the, uh, before the first one was legally done. Yeah. Correct. Couldn't you just say, like, why don't we just do each other and not get married? 
Um, she, yes, you could. One could say that women don't like that conversation. <laughs> sure, you could say that, like that but I don't know how far that would go. Yeah, yeah. Any yeah. more questions, sir? I just feel like, man, I, it's so tricky. The being married is like I love my wife, and I love talking to her about the difficult things that we have to talk about all the time because we're married and we have a kid, and so you know you've got to have a lot of conversations about things. And I have to say that that is one of the things that I am okay with. I enjoy it. I enjoy the idea that I've got to work through all of this stuff with her. But I think if I didn't have to do that, I don't know that I would sign up to do that. She's the perfect person for me to be doing that with. I don't think I could find another person. It's hard enough for us to get to the table to be able to have these conversations, she and I. Yeah. I can't imagine trying to get there with another person. You know when they say in a relationship, like, someone wears the pants? Mm-hmm. Who, who, is there someone that clearly is wearing the pants in your relationship? I feel like, and, you know, this is old school thinking, but I feel like it's always the lady that wears the pants. Yeah. It's always. Mm-hmm. As the guy. They're techniques of bringing you in line and compelling you to do as they wish are just too powerful. Absolutely. You can't resist them. <laughs> As a man, you just don't have the stomach for it. You don't. You can't. The, the the level of sustained effort that's required for you to dominate them is it's too much. It's I don't. I'm not. And I'm not. It's not really even laziness that keeps me from wearing the pants. It's just like fucking enjoy the pants. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> Fine, they're you yours. Want them so much, enjoy Fine. the pants. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Now, do you think? Uh, look how I've turned this on you now. Do you think? No, I see. You're good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I wouldn't say you've completely turned it because I could still ask you a question about your relationship. Yeah, the, but yeah, we yeah, should, yeah. Now we're getting meta about the whole thing. Go ahead with your question. Thank you. Uh, do you think now? See, with you being a professional uh, comedian on mm-hmm. the road, spending time apart. Yes. How do you think things would be? Uh, is that good for a real relationship or bad? I feel like the word is necessary because there, this is the only way that I can earn the living that I can earn. Like I don't have another job that I could do that where I would be able to earn this same income, you know. So mm-hmm. right, right. So there's not an option of me like, hey, instead of doing that that you do, why don't you do this other thing that you could do? Right. There's not that, you know. And and I'm sort of past the getting a job writing for a TV show or he trying to even do that not not to not to assume that I could even do that but I'm okay. past being able to try and do that mm-hmm. really sort of yeah you know and so this is my life so my, sometimes my wife will say things like it would be it's tough when you're gone on the road and I say you know it's tough for me too because I'm in a hotel look I'm in a hotel it's one degree outside right now. (laughs) Like, I don't think I can even take a walk. I'm going to walk back to the hotel when we're done with this. I'm going to walk back here to the club tonight. That's it. I'm eating lunch at the club. I'm eating dinner at the club. It's not like I'm on some kind of pleasure vacation. There's no sightseeing. Right. And and also, it's not like I'm flirting with other, you know, I'm not trying to be unfaithful to my wife. I know that she's not doing that on her side of it. So, um, so the question is: Do you do you think it's better? I think that's the way. I just think that's the way we do it. And so I think we've kind of got. I hope. I mean, this is always the weird thing: is you know you worry about in a marriage. Our marriages we're coming on twelve years. Okay. And I worry that I'm going to say to you, "No, we got a great marriage," and I'm going to go home, and she might just go, "Look, I can't deal with this crap anymore. Yeah. It's over." And and I'd be like, "What? I thought I yeah. thought we were nailing it." Yeah. You know. But I think. I think we're we're at a good space of how we've got it worked out, and you know she has her life when she's at home, and I'm on the road. I can stay up late and do what I want as far as that goes. Uh, I I listened to a bit of your more most recent episode of uh, your podcast with my wife, or mm-hmm. with my friend. Okay, well, both of them are on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The one before that was all my wife. Oh okay. No, this was with Emery. Yeah. yeah, and then she pops in mm-hmm. as you're telling some story, and uh, I'd never heard her before. She she's from New Zealand. I, yes, I read somewhere, right? Yes, yeah, that's right. And uh, she's got a. How often is she on? Because I she, she has a great personality, very strong. 
She's funny. No, she's a powerful lady. Yeah. She's on the one before the one. The one that's at now is episode 130. and episode 129, it's all she and I. Yeah. And we're talking about the en- environment. But she's been on several, I, you know, out of the 130, she's probably been on she, little snippety ones more. But she's been a major presence in probably 10 or more. Yeah. Ish. Came across as very as I I I, li- I like listening to her. No, she's a fun person to yeah. hang out with. She's funny and she's entertaining, and that's part of how why our marriage I think is good. And she's also attractive, you know. So she's got that going for well, her too. Congratulations! And sir. still, even at her advanced age, <laughs> <laughs> she's never listening to this. I know that. Right? <laughs> is she on Twitter? Can I send her just this part? I can cut it out. Um, you could. Yeah. You could. I think <clears throat> I even mentioned her handle on the other thing. So, uh, let's see. Last weekend, we're, doing, we're talking about relationships. Last weekend was Valentine's Day. Yeah. Did you, were you home? Yes, I was. I received a card from my wife and a card, I think, from my daughter. We got our daughter a little present. My wife got our daughter a present on our behalf. Mm-hmm. But uh, my wife and I did not exchange Valentine's gifts. I'm at a point. Is this what? I, I'm sorry. Yes, I was there. Now what? No, no, no. Keep going. What's this is what question? I want you to say. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like birthdays and Valentine's Day. I'm too. I feel like my wife and I are are too. We're not children. We when we've been married long enough. That's not for us. Right. But my wife does not feel that way. She feels like, not maybe not with Valentine's Day, but with her birthday, she wants a big deal for her birthday. Yeah, and then I want to. I sort of now want a big deal just because I feel like, well, geez, you got to do whatever you wanted, and I got to go take our daughter somewhere on my birthday. Yeah, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> um, but uh, I finally said, look, I'm I can't because she, my wife, get mad at me because like you didn't get me a Christmas or a birthday present, and I said, well, I told you, you tell me what you want, I'll go get it, or you go get it. And then wrap it up. And then one of us will be surprised when you open it. <laughs> you know? Because – and you'll get what you want. And I'll get credit for it. Because it was really tearing me down. I would go out and I would buy her a present that I thought she would like. Not a present that I liked, that I was giving her something that I liked. That's Not a good that. trick, too. I wasn't doing that. Right. Um, because I feel like that's something that people who give presents – and it's a sweet thing. Like, look, I really love this. Here's this thing that I really love. I think you're going to love it because we love each other yeah. and I love this. And then you find out they don't love it. Yeah. I was trying to get her things that, hey, I've been watching you for 10 years and I think you're going to love this. And then she would go, did you have a receipt? Because I need to – I want to go. It's really great. I, and so I said to her, look – you can't get mad at me because I didn't get you a present. When if I get you a present, you immediately take it back because that that hurts. It's right. hurty. Yeah. It's hurty inside of my place where I feel love for you. Apparently, it's not just the thought that counts. If she's returning it, and well, then it's hurting also, your feelings. Look, we're we're not in an economic place where it's like, hey, bought you this great present. Now go take it to the goodwill. We got to actually get each other good presents and then use them. You know, I'm not some kind of rich guy that's like, hey, got you a new car. Why don't we go put it on eBay? <laughs> put it, just put it in the stack of or other cars. Craigslist it. Free car. No, I can't do that. That's not <laughs> where I'm at. I mentioned I'm eating lunch at the club. Yeah. I'm saving money mm-hmm. on a budget. Yeah. Not that there's anything. Where even if I was buying the lunch, I would buy it here. But don't, please. I don't have to pay, do I? Um, it's well known that they will uh, compliment, comp your, your yeah, lunch. You comp your, yeah, you comp your lunch. <laughs> that was my understanding of the agreement that we had. But that the lunch, the, it's a good lunch here. This yeah. food, this club at the Acme Comedy Company food is good. It's good. If you're coming here for a show... I suggest you also get a little something to eat. I and your the title of your I look at here's I took notes, Jake, while I was watching your special. As if I was doing a book report on it. Why? I don't know, because I'm really not even gonna look at these right now. I don't even know why either when I think about just what's happened so far in this episode. I know I know. You barely say anything and then I just talk my ass off. That's I, great. And I barely I've haven't really even had a lot of coffee today. <laughs> These notes are for if you don't talk a lot. Just in case Just things in go case. wrong. Yeah, exactly. Who's been your worst guest on the podcast? <laughs> you first. Mm. Who's been your worst? My worst guest on my podcast? Yeah. I would have to say... No, I can't. You're right. You can't say that. 
Yeah, no, I'm in no position to be. They're saying all this. people who've done you a favor, right? Have, hell yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. you think I have to do this? Do you think that this is where I? I thought you did. Ha- oh, wait. I did have to. Yeah, you're right. It's part of the deal. They said this is part of you promoting the show. So I, my understanding is, we're going to do this. It's going to come out on. This is is going to be on the internet. Is that today? Right? Yeah, yeah. And so that it's going to drive people to come to the show this weekend at the Acme well, Comedy Company, or next weekend, or at some point in the future when the cockroach people take over. My cockroach ancestors will be receiving royalties off my <laughs> digital downloads that the new cockroach people buy, and then my cockroach ancestors will benefit from. Exactly. I think there was so much anticipation of the recording of this episode that I hear Saturday 8 o'clock is already sold out. Yes, that's what I heard too. That's what I heard too. And this show is responsible. I think mostly it's people who didn't want to have to listen to this show who said, look, if I buy tickets, do I have to listen to the (laughs) podcast? Is it like a get out of jail yeah, free? that's one of the benefits. If you're not enjoying this next year, just know if you buy a ticket, you don't have to listen to this. Right. Yeah. Skip it completely. <laughs> Please leave a review, though, a positive one. Only five stars. A positive one? Yeah. Positive. Please. Or you can leave a negative one, but give it five stars. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Just to throw a monkey wrench at the man as mm-hmm. he drives by in his shiny black limousine on his way to put his boot in your grandmother's face. <laughs> And then record his podcast. <laughs> yeah. Whoever that and guy then, is. Oh, right. I think we all know who, who that guy's podcast is, <laughs> don't we? But don't say it out loud because we might be thinking of someone different. <laughs> Jake, I, mean, I got to get to this. I loved your uh, pictures of my dinner. I loved it. I thought it was really The new funny. comedy special yes. that I did that's available as a digital download yes, on the $5. prestigious mm-hmm. internet. You can also buy the DVD CD pack for $25 if you have that kind of money and you enjoy interacting with the mailman. Yeah, can I tell you that I uh, when I first hit it downloaded, I first hit play and only had audio. I had just had like my iTunes screen up in audio. Well, I, it was my own fault. For some reason it wasn't playing. I needed to open up a different window and play it. But I thought for a second, did I just fuck up and buy a $5 download of the audio when I oh, want to watch this damn thing? I just really had a hurty feeling that I had made a nope, mistake. Nope, it was mine. It was user error. It Good. took about two seconds, and I figured it out. Good. Yeah. Oh, so um, you're going to be the tech support. If you <laughs> bought my special and yes. you're having trouble getting it to work, yep. tweet. Uh, what's your Twitter yeah, handle? At St. Paul Rock City. S-T-P-A-U-L. Yep. It's a little complicated. It I is. wanted to get him to use a Twitter handle that had my name in it. Jake at, at Jake this. That's is, my Twitter. Is handle. my other one I use quite oh, often. That's my Twitter. Oh, that's yours. That's yours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at Jake this. Okay. Jake this. dot com. That's where you can go get the special and other things. You can buy T-shirts, bumper stickers. It's a good life that you can lead with your smartphone and your credit card. You don't really have to leave your house. No, there is a T-shirt mentioned on your uh, special. Uh, are you really selling that? Uh, the My Vagina is Driving Me Nuts t-shirt? Mm-hmm. I was, I did order them. Well, first, it was a joke that I had with my wife, and then I started telling the story on stage, and then I had bumper stickers printed up that said My Vagina is Driving Me Nuts, and I sold so many of the bumper stickers that, it's, that I thought, you know, I'm actually going to print up t-shirts just because it will be funny yeah. when I tell this story on stage to hold up the t-shirt. And people bought so – the first one I sold was a double extra large because it is funniest on a big man. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. And, uh, but I'm sold out of the My Vaginas Driving Me Nuts t-shirts. And I kind of thought – I was going to reorder more of them. And I kind of thought, look, I don't want to press my luck. Who wants to be – you don't want to get stuck with like, oh, I got 200 of those in my, <laughs> in my basement. I don't have a basement. But I have a place where I store them that's analogous to a basement. Would uh, would Goodwill accept those, do you think, if you needed to drop oh, those off? Oh, I don't off? think they ever look in the box. They never ask to look in the box. When you drop something off at Goodwill, you just go, here you go. And they that's go, do you true. want a receipt? And I go, no, I don't. Bye. Yeah. You don't take the receipt? Um, no, I usually don't. Oh. I sort of feel like, look, if the IRS is going to audit me and say, look, you say you donated 100 bucks worth of stuff to the Goodwill. Do you have a receipt? I'm going to go, Really? I can tell you what was it. It was clothes and an old radio and another thing or whatever. Yeah. If I get audited, I, I, you know, actually, I may not even be deducting those okay. because a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm in the kind of a income bracket where a hundred dollar deduction isn't really <laughs> making a difference. I don't know. My accountant does that. Yeah. So, but I, I doubt that he's really deducting my goodwill. I feel like I'm just letting that. That is goodwill. It's goodwill. I feel like it's I'm getting. Name. I'm paying it forward. That's true. 
That's yeah. true. So he, he's never called you and said, hey, Jake, we just got to make sure. We're the, I'm, I'm getting the price on these T-shirts. How many, how many holes in each of those? Jeez, Harvey. <laughs> just don't deduct them if it's that big of a deal. Did that each was of the, us. We were acting. There you go. Did each of these shoes have a match? We got to make sure here. Well, I wanted to bring something up, uh, one, of, one of, of many of my favorites uh, from your special that I watched last night. By the way, when, how long has it been available? Just recently, as of December, it was December. available as a download okay. online. Uh, your part about, and only because it, this, uh, it connected with me, something happened in my life recently, when you were talking about uh, hamster, the pet yeah. hamster and the yeah. trip to the vet, or mm-hmm. not taking a trip to the vet. I didn't think my wife should have taken the hamster to the vet, but I wasn't at home when that happened. I was traveling. I'm not going to retell this. No, story no, please now. don't. That's but, I don't want you to. Uh, do that. But yeah, I feel. And the way it was explained to me is that we take the hamster to the vet because we love our daughter and we want our daughter to love her pets and we want our daughter to know that we care about her, we care about her feelings, and we care about and, and that lives are important. And so, for that reason, we ran up a substantial vet bill at the hamsters i have pet rats Mm -hmm. and their lifespan is two to three years that's what i heard i heard two years max Mm -hmm. well the reason this uh rings true in my life uh is we had one pass away recently Mm -hmm. and it was just about two years so Mm -hmm. yeah you're right on and uh my daughters had that thing where they why can't you just bring her to the vet like you did the cat a few years ago and i had to explain that whole thing that he said, I don't know financially if that makes sense. but uh, Well, even if it's not financial, it's like, look, if, they, if the rat is two years old, you don't take a, you know, this rat is dying of yeah. old age. This uh-huh. rat is not dying of something that's curable. We can't cure this rat right. of being an old rat. Yeah. They're not going to make it younger. <laughs> Bring no, it back if it's not. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're an old, old person who can't get out of their house, if you're, if you're a shut-in, if you're at home now, you're listening to this and you're feeling like, oh, God, this is the saddest thing I've ever heard. I'm the old rat. I'm sorry. I apologize. But if it makes you feel any better, I'll be lucky if that happens to me. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. You're lucky if you live long enough to die of old age. Mm-hmm. You're lucky. Someday we all should hope to be old rats. I'm lucky to even be this age. Yeah. I realized. I did a thing. You can go on the internet and you can get a life expectancy for yourself on the internet. You know, there's these sites that where you enter in, you know, do you smoke and how old are oh, you okay. and where were you born and what kind of, do you eat a lot of meats or drink a lot of whiskey? And you answer these questions and uh, it tells you, okay, uh, this is how long I think. So it's the one time you can answer those questions honestly. Right. Well, yeah. When do you when do you answer them dishonestly? Well, you know, some people. I'd not talk about myself, of course, but you know, some people occasionally fib about you know how much how healthy they're eating or if they're still oh, smoking the or drinking. For the friggin' physical, and they how many alcoholic drinks do you have? Yeah, and it's just like the answers that the the you know the A B C and D of it is like who is not D? Who is not D? <laughs> right. <laughs> like one drink a week, two drinks a week, three to four drinks a week. It's like more than that. I, yeah, more than that. Yeah, yeah. Not that it's a huge – I don't feel like I got a problem. But it's like, okay, after the show last night, I had three glasses of wine. Sue me. I had a friend show up. I had, I've known him for 25 years. Mm-hmm. I had three glasses of wine. That's how much you have in a week if you're a person who's getting a physical at a doctor and you don't want to seem like a See? hooch hound. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anyway, so you were honest about this thing. And- I was honest about it, and then it tells you how old it thinks you're going to live. And for me, it was I, you know, mid eighties, and uh, and then it says at this point of your life, and I'm uh, right now. I don't mind telling you because who's listening at this point? Right? We've. Oh, I feel like the only people <laughs> listening are now shut-ins who are older than me. Um, <laughs> I'm 54 years old, and it said I'm older than 83 percent of the people on Earth. Oh. 83. Oh, it's only 73 of Americans because we have a uh, we have an older life expectancy. Life expectancy, yeah. but um, still, 73 percent of people are younger than me, yeah. which means a lot of people my age are already not my age. <laughs> That's right. Oh no. Yeah. So, so the majority have life to look forward to. And for you, 
How do you what? Uh, the majority of these people that are you know they still younger have, than me. Yeah, have so much more life still to live. No, I mean yeah. there's there's some twenty five year olds who are listening to this who think ha ha fifty four year old guy. It's, guess what? You're gonna be dead before you get to be my age, jackass. <laughs> okay, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> Take it easy with those smokes. So when you did, were done with that thing, you were pretty. You felt good about it. You feel it. good and bad when yeah. you find out that you're older than eighty three percent of the people on Earth. Yeah, you feel like, well, I must have done something right. I'm getting some extra life. I'm getting more life than a lot of people get. So did it suggest good. any changes, or did it just say, "Keep up what you're doing, good job"? No, it doesn't. It's not that no. kind of a website. No. But I mean, look, what kind of changes do you need? Eat a little less fat, yeah. maybe get better sleep. We got to get better sleep. I got this thing to track my sleep, but. I got a life, my lifestyle. I got to do shows at night. I got to get up at six in the morning, fly to Minnesota, get off the plane, unpack my bag, come to the club, eat a steak, do my show, have three glasses of wine with my friend that I haven't seen, that I've known for 25 years, then get up on six hours of sleep, do the morning radio, get back, go to the grocery store to get some whole food, and then come down here and do the podcast, and then. I'm hopefully looking at a pork belly um, <laughs> sandwich after this. I know I'm not – I'm living my own dream. Uh-huh. But I'm not – yeah. So I know I should have instead of the pork belly sandwich had the you know salmon salad or something. But Jesus, I'm busy. I want a pork belly sandwich. Damn right. I'm already older than 83% on earth. I think you're looking good, Jake. I feel good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned my wife is hot also. <laughs> So this is a good life. I mean, I know we're in a basement and it's the middle of the day and uh, all of that. We are missing the sunshine right now, being down here. I was out in the sunshine earlier today and it was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. But it's so cold. You can't get any. It's not like you're getting any vitamin D because only your nose and the skin right around your eyes Mm -hmm. is uh, exposed. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a a sad uh, situation we have going in the uh, Minnesota winter here. No doubt about it, sir. Maybe I'm going to do my own air polar bear club where you just go out. I'm going to walk out of the hotel in my shorts and my boots. They just had one here. You missed it uh, two weekends ago. I, or, well, within the last couple of weeks, I know. I just read it in the paper this morning. They had the uh, they had some sort of run downtown here. Uh, it was a fundraiser for uh-huh. something. And it was uh, mostly young, you know, boys and girls, yeah. uh, 20-somethings in their underwear. And they went for a jog. Yeah. In their underpants. How mm-hmm. far? Uh, well, I don't know. They were bragging about how they didn't shorten the uh, the run this year, but this thing happens all across the country, apparently. And in Iowa, yeah, your home from. state, uh-huh. they wussed out and cut theirs in half on the same day how, because of the, the weather. I don't, how far I didn't did they catch go? That. I didn't catch that. But let's just, okay, let's say it's five miles. I'm going to make it no, up and let's say not five say. Miles. Let's find out. So this Iowa, the, this is the problem. Cut theirs to two and a half is what I'm this saying. This is the beauty and the problem with podcasting because the probably it was a mile or <laughs> a 500 block. yards. You know, it was like, oh, you just go out in your underpants and run to the neighbor's house and get a cup of coffee and then run back with it. That was the thing. And then you have to go slow coming back because uh, you don't want to spill the coffee. No, no, uh-uh. No. Right. That's how we're going to do it. That's how my charity event is going to work. Okay. Well, I don't know how long it was. Uh, I'm going to make up and say five miles, but it was long enough that when they were uh, interviewing all these drunk people, at, you know, after in their head bang at Ben at the of nightclub, they're drunk, wasted. Of they're drunk. What wasted. time of day did this happen? It was on a Saturday, either probably I think two Saturdays, ago. evening or daytime. During the day was the run, and yeah. then they were in the club. Everybody was hammered, and one girl who was oh wait, so they did the drunks the run sober and then got drunk afterwards. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, she was saying that her legs still hurt. Hours later, that's so whatever temperature or distance would make your legs hurt. Yeah, my legs hurt just from a walk from the Whole Foods See? back to the hotel today. See, they, not hurt, but they were cold. And I looked at my face, and I could tell my cheeks it was colder than they should be getting. That's no good. Yeah. The last time you were here, we was episode seventy-one. I know you remember that well. Sure. Yeah. And uh, you have done Letterman, I think, at least two more times since then. I did have. I did two Letterman's last year. Um, because my manager called towards the end of the year and said, well, Dave's retiring. Jake would like to be on as many times as you'd like to have him before you're done. And yeah. so he said, well, we'll have you on in September last year. And then I, they say I'm going to be on again one more time before awesome. the end of, the, uh, of his run. But, you know, that's also – that's coming up in May. It's yeah. February right now. So Nothing's- slots are spilling up fat, filling up fast. And if it happens, I, I really hope that it happens because I really want to do it. Hell yeah. But I will understand if, you know – 
he's got bigger fish to fry. I shouldn't. Where's my self-esteem? What has happened? God damn it. It's his last year. You ought to be on there. I, I want to be on there. And uh, I, I feel like I would, I would, I, I don't want to say I deserve it because <laughs> that's his, that's his decision and not my decision. But I would really like to be. Well, on. well as as you and I both know, one of his other favorites besides you is uh, Kindler, Andy Kindler, and he was just on again uh, a couple weeks ago. So if that was his last hurrah, oh, Andy Kindler. How many times has Andy been on? I wonder. I I do love Andy Kindler. Well, not as many times as you. What are no, we at? He now? Hasn't. But I didn't realize Dave was a fan of Andy Kindler. Hmm. I gotta now. I gotta go watch Andy Kindler's Last Letterman. Yeah. Oh yeah. You should. And I gotta find out how long that naked jog thing was. And <laughs> I gotta eat a pork belly sandwich. <laughs> I gotta do all of that plus one show uh-huh. tonight. Are you still gonna squeeze a nap in? I, I like to think that I am, but I feel so good right now. I'm, I'm invigorated mm-hmm. from all this talking, yeah. you know, the circulation. Uh-huh. To the whole upper half of my body has improved. since. Also, you're drinking water, as we talked about. I am. It. I'm hydrating. Mm-hmm. Ice water. I feel like there's a little too much. This, I, this water is colder than I should be drinking for this weather. It doesn't really need it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But you can hear it. How's that sound? There it is. There America. it is. And who am I to say that it's only Americans listening to this? Uh, we're huge in the Netherlands. Is that a joke, or do you know that to be true? I don't know. There, I saw a map once, and we've been downloaded at least once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where is this hosted? Is it on uh, – well, we don't need to go into that. Here. Well, I, I could tell you quickly. Uh, it's on iTunes, but, of course, Podbean is the site we use. Podbean. Podbean. I saw, Jake, that your name comes up as once being on The Tonight Show with Carson. But was Carson hosting? I have been on The Tonight Show more than a dozen times. Eight of those times was when Johnny Carson, it was his show. Four of those eight times were with Johnny Carson. Okay. Wow. And four were with guest hosts. I don't think we talked about that last time. But was that the first There's late- always this time. Okay. Let's go. Was that the first late night show you ever did? No. The first late night show I did was Letterman. And I had also, I had a manager. And so I was trying to also get on The Tonight Show. But my style is a bit, you know, kind of befuddled stammery or you know i don't i don't see i know what i'm doing but i don't always seem like i know what yeah. i'm doing and the hey, guy, let me tell you i tried to explain you to someone yesterday and i wish i had those words <laughs> the uh, guy who was the talent coordinator for the tonight show was named jim mccauley and he was a very nice man and he enjoyed he liked my stand-up but he thought because of my style it seemed like i was nervous and his thing was that will make Johnny nervous. Oh. And my manager was saying, well, no, it's his style. It's, it'll be obvious to Johnny that it's on purpose as soon as the audience starts laughing. Yeah, yeah. You know, which they will do because, <laughs> as you've seen, people laugh at him. He's a funny person. Uh-huh. So I had to go on Letterman a few times before Jim McCauley was like, okay, I, yeah, you're right. I oh, okay. It. So we'll have him on The Tonight Show. Okay. How was Johnny. Johnny was awesome. I got to go on of the four times that I went on with Johnny. Two of those times, I think. Um, might have been three, but two for sure. I got to go sit down after my set yeah. and talk. And, you know, and have a little on-the-show time where he asks you a question, you say something funny, hopefully, and then he says something else funny, and then they go to commercial. Mm-hmm. So two of those times I got to do that. And one of those times, when they went to commercial, you know, Johnny was complimentary, and then he said he. We had a little conversation about Iowa because he's from Nebraska, but oh, he yeah. spent the early part of his career he was did radio in Iowa. That's so right. He lived there. That's right. And so we talked about Iowa a little bit, and he kind of had a warm spot in his heart. And I sort of feel like as as I do, you know, everybody in show business looks back on that beginning part of their show business career fondly uh-huh. and then hopefully can relate to younger people who are coming into show business from that level of like, you're doing a thing that I did. Yeah. So he and I had a moment where we had that kind of conversation and it really is kind of one of my prized emotional possessions. It's gotta be. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, he's such a legend. I was... I didn't get to see the show when it was, you know, still on too much. Uh, it was a little past my bedtime, but when I got to stay up on a Friday night and watch it, oh, I love Johnny. I have to say, I didn't get it when I was younger. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand talk shows, and and I, I mean, I knew when Steve Martin was on when I was a kid. You know, that's how old I am. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I got that, but I, I just, did, I didn't understand stand up, and I didn't understand. I kind of got talk shows 
but I didn't really until I was doing comedy and seeing other comedians and then really kind of feeling like I'm joining show business that's when I really appreciated oh this guy and and then of course you know you rewind to this guy's been on TV since I was before I was born yeah you know he is an institution and well and now Letterman has been on as long as Johnny was on mm-hmm. you know so now I'm part of I'm a small part of a thing that's as big as Johnny's thing yeah. and not only that I'm connected back to Johnny's thing it feels good to be me sometimes <laughs> when I think about it that way hell yeah it feels good sometimes it doesn't feel good to be me and I know sometimes it doesn't feel good to be you listener homebound person mm-hmm. who's older than 93% of the population of the earth I know sometimes it doesn't feel good to be you but sometimes it does feel good to be you don't mm-hmm. kid yourself yep. you know so, sure, yeah. you were never on Carson. Neither was I. Maybe you are. Who you don't know who's listening oh, to this? That's true. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're the lady that brought the potato Jerry chips. Lewis on. Could be listening to this. <laughs> we don't know. We just read a story in the morning show. He's going to be in a movie playing uh, Nicholas Cage's father. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. down with it. I don't know what kind of insurance you got to get when you're putting Jerry Lewis in your movie. I mean, of course, you've probably got a list of like ten other guys. If he, Jerry somehow can't do it then we get don rickles or bob newhart or whoever yeah yeah, yeah. but (laughs) i mean once people get that old they all look like each other you know what i mean like everybody's grandma kind of looks like everybody else's grandma at after a certain point yeah did you watch the uh did you happen to catch the saturday night live 40th anniversary deal on sunday i was out at a bar having some drinks with my friend nigel who's a regular guest oh, yeah. on my podcast yeah i've heard i've heard him on your show before and so nigel and i were out and we realized that we were missing it as we were sitting in a bar and it was on tv and i kept getting sucked in to look at it but no i didn't see oh, it you didn't see it were you an snl fan are you still i was a giant snl fan early on and i still from time to time someone will tell me about a sketch and i'll go watch something yeah. online i don't I, I can't to watch a whole Saturday night. They've, they're made, they've made too many of them. It's like the Simpsons, Simpsons in South Park. It's like, yeah, they're great, but I can't. I've got this thing where it's like I, if I feel like to be able to say that I'm a fan, i got to watch all of them. You can't watch I'm all I'm the same them. way, Jake. It's too late for me to be a fan of the, the same Simpsons. Way. And I, can't, I can say that I love the early Saturday Night Live, and I saw all of them when it was hard to see all of them. When you had to go home and watch on your TV or Go to hell! You t- you uh, maybe you saw it you might have when to it was, uh, when it was a rerun, but you couldn't even videotape. There was right. no videotape. There was Make no sure that antennas uh, properly mounted yeah. on the top. Of your- so I saw all of those first couple year ones when it was hard to see all of them, but then you know I've, I've tapered off. Yeah. But I but there's great. But there's been so much great stuff on Saturday Night Live, and it's been such a great place for talent and comedy. I liked. I watched uh, all three and a half hours on Sunday night. Liked it. How Not was, all did it. you watch the red carpet thing at the beginning? Some of it. Some of it. Mm-hmm. Some of it. I walked away a few times. Did people get drunk? <clears throat> I, it was, I didn't really notice. It was mostly clips, right? Mm-hmm. It was mostly clips with little intro, little in-between intro things, but then uh, clips of old episodes? Uh, no. I would, well, there were clips, but I would say they, they did quite a few. You know, I mean, they did a live like weekend update with uh, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and then they had Jane Curtin, mm-hmm. so all three of them. There was actually quite a few live stuff. Mm-hmm. Um did you when you were just watching uh, without any volume at the bar? Yeah. Your friend Nigel. Did you see Chevy Chase walk out? Yes. Well, the reason I just thought of this is because you uh, you said that old people start looking the same. Mm-hmm. Chevy Chase kind of looks like Jerry Lewis now. He's gotten a little puffy. This is why we need to really kind of keep it. I'm, I know I'm having the pork belly sandwich, <laughs> um, but I'm also exercising. Yes. And I feel like you've got you to gotta exercise, and you got to, at some point, you got to go, look, it's once a week you can have your pork belly sandwich or your burger or your, you know, tuna melt. And the rest of the time, let's, let's keep it a little cleaner than that. Mm-hmm. And that would have been the advice that I would have given a younger Chevy Chase. <laughs> and I'm hoping to take that advice myself. But I did see him. He's gotten puffy. <laughs> and he's a little bit of a, he, he can be kind of a mean I, I've, I've seen him sometimes where he seems a little like he, that's not a guy that I want to hang out with. Mm-mm, I agree. I'm trying to be a guy that I want to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. That's sweet of you. You're doing that too. Thank I you. I can tell. Thank you. That I'm trying or being successful at it? I'm assuming that you're trying. I'm, I'm, I, I doubt that it's effortless. I mean, you can't just, 
you can't just be you can't just walk around naturally a person that people like to be with you have to try because let's face it we're all if we were left to our own devices we would just steal from each other and eat off each other's plates and have sex with each other's wives but that's not who we aspire to be mm-mm, mm-mm. Not in this life. That was a little more cynical for joke purposes. That was a joke. I don't really believe that that's how people are. I believe that that's how some people are, and that's yes. why you got to keep your eye on them. Uh-huh. But that's not how everyone is, uh-huh. and that's not how I am, and that's, I don't think that's how you are. No, that's why my door, my doors have locks. Well, in Minnesota, you may not need locks on your door. Well, there's crazy people out here, right? They're going to make a lamp out of your skin. and could happen. Know. Yeah. It could happen. Did you uh, – it was funny. I was – I'm – was thinking about asking you about this, and then you kind of referenced it during the uh, morning show this morning about the trip to Mars. These people that are going to Mars with these one-way tickets in, what is it, 2024? I feel like I know a thing or two about depression and by, you know, clinical depression or where people who are depressed who have to be on medicine or should lay off the booze for a little while or think have suicidal thoughts. I because because as a comedian, you know, we're living with other fellow artists who mm-hmm. have their demons. I have my demons. Sure. I think if you're a person who wants to get on a one-way spaceship to Mars, you're clinically depressed. Yeah. You need that we this should be is we like guess what? We're not really going on Mars. <laughs> we're giving you this pill that's going to help you be happier yes. in your life. Yes. That's what we should be doing. Handing them doing. half real pills and half placebo, but no tickets to Mars. No, yeah, we're gonna get you. We're gonna here. We we got to You're gonna talk to this therapist. We're gonna have you start taking these pills. We're gonna get you in a sleep uh, <laughs> trial where we're gonna monitor how much you sleep and a special nutrition plan because you're depressed. If you want to leave Earth, this is a great planet. Do you think you're gonna be getting a pork belly sandwich with the homemade slaw on your rocket ship from Mars? You're gonna be eating dehydrated, recycled. Um, something, and when they rehydrate it, they're going to be rehydrating it with stuff that you've already swallowed and peed and swallowed and peed six or ten times. Uh There's no water on Mars to get more water to make your ramen noodles. Right. You know? Enjoy your pee water. Enjoy your pee noodles, (laughs) spaceman. (laughs) This is not going to be great, and you're going to have to, if you want to have sex, you got to have sex with the other depressed people who are on this rocket ship. It's not going to be a good, it's not a good Think about it. Think about it before you sign up for that. They're, they're saying I wouldn't go on a cross-country trip with half of these people. No. Or anybody. Some randomly. Look, the government is going to control. The government is going to choose a busload of people to travel cross-country in a specially designed bus. We're going to take all of the food we're going to eat on the way. You can't get out of the bus. <laughs> we're just going to drive the bus across country, and we're going to stop. And you can look out the windows of the bus, but you can only talk to the people in the bus. You can only eat the food that's on the bus. Yeah. You have to go to the bathroom on the bus the whole – would you sign up for that? No. So why, are, why do you want to go to Mars? Think it through. I just thought it through for you. You don't even have to think it through. Yeah. What if they got they went through this whole process and then just got them on one of those simulators just to fuck with them? Yeah. Um, Seven months later, they open the door and they're, you're still on Earth. Guess the, the good news is you're not on Mars. <laughs> you're still on Earth. The bad news is I'm sorry that you were in this tin can for two months, but I hope you've learned your lesson. Now, here's your goodie bag. There's a Snickers bar pork belly sandwich <laughs> and a condom yes. go out and enjoy the rest of your day uh just one final thing there's they're saying that people may only survive 68 days once they actually get there it's not like you go to mars and then live out the rest of your long life why you may only have days i don't i, I think that's the because well, they're going to run out of supplies food. well they're going to be depressed they're going to buy the before, way before they get to mars they're going to be like, what the hell have we gotten into? There's going to be a vote. At some point, there's going to be a series of votes. The first vote is going to be one person who says, we need to turn this thing around. And then there's gonna, and then more and more people, and then eventually <laughs> yes. they're going to win the vote. Maybe they're going to kill the guy who says, we got to turn this around the first time. Like, okay, we brought a guy who's the wrong guy, and we've opened protocol um, – Z, the envelope <laughs> of Protocol Z, which says that we're authorized to give him special meal F, and yes. he eats that, and he dies, and now, and then we put him into the food composter That's right. recycle machine, uh-huh. because we got to eat that guy now. At least now we're going to get some decent protein, yeah, but then jerky. it's going gonna, it's gonna to deteriorate. Eventually, they're turning the ship around, or, yeah, I, oh my God. <laughs> 
And this woman, I heard this woman talking about it on TV today about like, I'm going to be, uh, everyone will know who I am. I'm going to be historically the pioneer person who went to Mars. And I don't like, even, they won't, you won't, that won't even get you on a stamp. Do you know about what was it? Is it James Jamestown where where they where everybody starved in Virginia? The colonists who yeah, came yeah, and they yeah. just all starved. It's like, does that really? You want everybody to know your name because you're one of those people? Yeah. No, you don't. You want to not be one of those people. You want to be one of those people who's reading the newspaper about those people who's back in England going like we. Did. I can't believe I thought I wanted to go on that. Trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go down to the pub and get a pork belly sandwich? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm, where are we at a time here? I got a little more time here. I so, feel like we're winning this thing. I think so. But at the beginning, I thought, who's going to ever listen to this? Well, if they now, just get through. Now I'm thinking, man, I got to listen to this because there might be some jokes I can put in my show. Mm-hmm. You yeah. could, you know, I give you permission just to sit up here and play it. <laughs> tonight yeah for tonight's show i know you bought a ticket to see me tell you a story live but what i really like for us all to do is to listen to something that i recorded earlier today here here yeah and i'm gonna come out in the audience and pass among you yeah and drink and laugh and well, it's an option reminisce it's an mm-hmm. option it's an I, option yeah i don't think that's gonna happen i don't think i, think I, gonna, I don't think it'll i'm gonna do this show either uh Comedian, actor, uh, commercial actor, Kevin Hart. You know who Kevin Hart is? I know who Kevin Hart is. Mm-hmm. You ever met him? Never met Kevin Hart. Yeah. I'd love to meet him. He seems like a very, he seems like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Hard worker, from what I gather. Very hard worker. Very hard that's worker. The, that's the thing nowadays. These, I think we still do have some lazy people in comedy, but I remember when comedy was a thing that you did because you couldn't fit in doing your other things. And Kevin Hart seems like one of those guys, like, he could have been a motivational speaker or head of sales for something. Yeah. Or, like, he had so many options of things that he could do. I mean, I, I think he's awesome, and I'm not saying he should have picked a different career. But, it, but yeah, he's a very hard worker. Yeah. Uh, did you hear what he made the news? Because he's going to do a, a stand-up show at a football stadium. Did you know that? No, I didn't hear that. But I know he's been doing arenas. I know he's been selling out arenas. Yes. Well, arenas are too small. Well, I He's going to do I mean, I'm saying that, you know, facetiously. It's not really too small, but in his home I didn't know he's from Philly, but apparently he's from Philly and he's going to do uh later this year, he's going to play at the stadium that the Philadelphia Eagles play at. Well, when I was in Cleveland one time, which is where I shot my special pictures Hilarities. dinner available. Yes, Hilarities, which is a great comedy club owned by Nick Costas, who's one of the prime human beings that we have here on Earth. If you get a chance to go to Hilarities and say hello to Nick and tell him I sent you, I w- you would be doing yourself a favor. Um, but I was at Hilarities one time working, and uh, Kevin Hart was playing the basketball arena. Okay. I think it was two nights in a row. Probably. Um, and so he's already doing that. And I guess he has pyrotechnics in his show. He's really kind of – I feel like he's trying to – he gets like, look, this is too many people for a comedy show, so I have to transcend and have it become another thing, as musicians did, right? I mean, the Rolling Stones know, like, look, we're just four guys. We can't just go out there and stand and play our instruments. We've got to have a big inflatable lady or – you know, yeah. I've got to, I got to climb the scaffolding. I got to do something. Pyros, pyros, yeah. big screens, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. So my understanding is that uh, Kevin has tried to implement some of that stuff in his in his show. I'm not a person who would buy a ticket to uh, an arena comedy show. I'm a person who would definitely go if I was on the guest list or friends with the guy. Yeah, but I just I can't I I I, I can't do that. No, but I would be very curious to see that show. What's the biggest crowd you've performed in front of? Um, I've several times been in front of crowds of like 6,000, like I did Comic Relief at Radio City Music Hall, and then I did another thing at the uh, – uh, there was a place – I can't remember what it was called in, – in an L.A. that was another like 6,000-seat amphitheater. And then I have done a number of times comic uh, comedy day in San Francisco where – you know that used to be promoted by the newspaper there, and they would say they would estimate attendance at fifty thousand people, but it, it wasn't the crowd of like if you're going to a football stadium. And it's 50, is that outdoors? It's in, outdoors. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to a football stadium where it's fifty 
80,000 people, and that's what they say. They know because they sold tickets. This was right. a free thing that people just come to the park. But it's, it's, there was easily tens of thousands of people there. Yeah. I had a uh, – so you know Will Durst and everything then. Sure. Yeah. I had a long talk with him about that. About Comedy Day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Comedy Day was an interesting – but you only go on – you're only on – I headlined it one year – and that was after its giant heyday. But there were still probably 20,000 people there or more. But you headline it, you do 15 minutes. Was it a day when Robin Williams was there? I ha- I've done it times when Robin has been there. Yeah. I've- yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And, but that still goes on. You're not doing it anymore? I haven't. Well, it's one of those things where the when the paper was sponsoring it, they would have a budget sometimes where they would fly you up. Oh. The last time. When I headlined it, it, it happened to be... I was working that weekend in town anyway, and so I just went out and did it on a Sunday. And so I'm assuming that any time if I wanted – the people who organize – I think it's Will's wife, Debbie, who's yeah. one of the organizers. Mm-hmm. Of yep. So I'm, I like to think – you know, this is not to brag, but I like to think <laughs> that if I said, Debbie, I'm going to be in town. I'd love to do Comedy Day, that she would put me on the, put me on the show. But I'd hate to find out that that's not true. <laughs> I'd hate to find out that that's not true. So that's, maybe that's why I don't test it. Maybe that's why I don't fly up there this year for Comedy right. Day yeah. because I can't bear the reality check of, yeah, no, they love you on that podcast that you do in Minneapolis. Yeah. But Comedy Day, we're full this year. Sorry. <laughs> Ouch! That yeah. hurts. What about I'm going to be on the last uh, year of Letterman? Letterman. Well, mm-hmm. we don't. That's why don't you take that to the bank and p- go nine eye? Write it on a little piece of paper and hug it to your chest at night when you go to sleep because we're not interested in having you on Comedy Day. Oh, my feelings are so. <laughs> you're, this is tainting my pork belly sandwich that I'm about to. Damn. Eat. Well, let's move on. Let's yeah. move on. Let's move on. I, I hope you have a good answer for this one then, or a positive one. No, any answer is good. I mm-hmm. hope it's positive. Uh, do you know Stephen Colbert? And when he takes over, you think you'll uh, get invited, invited on that show? I've never met Stephen Colbert, and I am a giant fan of his and his show and, you know, the White House Correspondents Dinner performance that he mm-hmm. – I mean, I think Stephen Colbert is amazing and terrific, and I would be really pleased if I found out that he wanted me to ha- have me on his show because I would love to be on his show. Yeah. But so far – we're you're getting a little ahead of the game, right, you know, Dave? I'm I'm trying to let's do let's first things first. Right, That's right. how we got it one right. step at a time, mm-hmm. one day at a time. Let's just one foot in front of another, and uh, let's just get through this if we can. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's get through the weekend here. You're selling. We're selling. We're trying to sell tickets to your shows here this weekend at Acme tonight, Thursday night. Frankly, is tonight Thursday night is tonight. Tomorrow is Friday. There's two shows. Saturday, the first show's already sold out, but that second show could be better than the first show if all of you people listening to this decide to come. And I'm telling you, we're gonna. It could be we could blow the roof off of this place. Not really, because it's a basement. That, but yeah. uh, we could. We could. There's a potential for a lot of good times that we could have. I'm surprised, quite frankly, if you're listening to this and you haven't already paused it to buy tickets to the shows this weekend. Uh, um, come on. And for those of you that have, uh, I'm sure it's the majority. Good job. Yeah, good, good job. job. High five yourselves, and then insist that I high five you after the show. <laughs> Absolutely, but not in an aggressive, hard like teach me a lesson way. Just in a kind of a, we're friends and we're high fiving because we both enjoy the same. People thing. can expect you to greet them after the shows. These I'm, days? I'm available after the shows for hellos and pictures and hugs and give, we can give each other compliments because I've got all the you know DVDs and CDs and stuff if people want those and mostly but mostly I'm there just to say hi if you enjoyed the show I want to say hi to that you that was my next question you did bring some stuff with some wares to I have the yeah I'm running a small gift shop after the show I'm trying <laughs> to send my daughter to college so that someday when she has a cockroach baby that's going <laughs> to inherit the earth that that baby will have all of its needs met uh huh <laughs> absolutely that's that's really the plan. When you start a family, that really is the plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when you think about these mega rich, like Kevin Hart is probably, there's people who are going to be supported by the success of his career, unless he blows it. You know, let's say Jerry Seinfeld, because I know he's not blowing it. I know he's, I, not to judge Kevin Hart, but I don't know him as well as I know no. uh, Jerry yep. Seinfeld. Um, Jerry, there's people that are going to be born that Jerry will never meet who will benefit yeah. from his success in show business. Yeah. And I think that's what I wish for all of us. <laughs> or at the very least, that whatever crap that, that they inherit of mine, that they'd take care of it. Uh-huh. This snow globe is awesome. And did you know? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> those the stories I'm going to pass down with those are going to be priceless. Really, yeah. This this used to be a quaint souvenir. That was before the Earth was covered in ice, <laughs> thanks to our abuse of the fossil fuel resources that we've found. <laughs> exactly. Anything else? Do you anything you want to say about your podcast? Uh, you can. Uh, I'm uh, my website, JakeThis.com, is where you can get all those things that we've talked about. If you like to buy things on the internet, or listen to things, or find out when I'm going to be in a place to talk to you besides the place that I am right now. Mm-hmm. JakeThis.com. I'm at JakeThis on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, JakeThis. I've got uh, – it's the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast on iTunes or Libsyn. You can download – you don't have to be in bed with that dead Steve Jobs. You can – we can make our own future together mm-hmm. outside of that environment. <laughs> Jake, it's been a pleasure. This was fun. I, I think you mean that. I do. I know I had a good time the last time, and I was really looking forward to this time. But I have to say, this is better than I thought it was going to be when we first sat down. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank and you. Uh, I hope to see you on Letterman at least once more. Yeah, well, and forever on the internet. Damn right. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs>